0: to confidently create a more inclusive, more successful and fulfilled life. Get listening, take action and unleash your inner confidence. Welcome to the Confidence Mastery Unlock
1: Your Life podcast. I'm really, really, really excited to have you here because you have been one of the people that has totally changed my mind about manifesting, making things happen and the thought process that goes behind it when you take the action along with the thought things actually start to happen so could you give people a little bit of an insight into what you do and why you do it?
2: Yeah. Okay, thank you, Natalie, and thank you to all the viewers watching this evening. So, for those of you who don't know me, my name's Helen Adams. I am the leader of the Female Business Revolution, and I work with female entrepreneurs. The majority of them are in their 40s, but I don't ask for ID. As long as you want fun and flow in your business and you're looking to get financial freedom, you're the kind of person that would be perfect working with me. So, what I do is... I help you to get the more fun and more flow in your business. I'm passionate about being every woman having their financial freedom so that they can really go out there, live life on their own terms, but also have the money to make that impact that they want to make. And I think it's also important now that there's more money in the hands of heart centred, strong female leaders so we can really make that difference in the world on a bigger scale as well. I
1: think there is so much money out there
2: as well. The a lot of yeah. people are looking in
1: the wrong places for it.
2: Yeah, they definitely are. So how? Think how, big, how sorry, go on. Yeah, I think a big part of that. Well, in terms of women generally, they're not using their intuition to find out where the best money for them is. A lot of people that they're looking around outside, they're listening to other people instead of using their big tool, which is their intuition. And one of the things that I'm really passionate about doing is showing them how to use that intuition consciously and sharpening that up so that they're getting those um, financial breakthroughs much faster. They're able to use their intuition to decide Okay, this opportunity is going to bring me in money faster and easier, and using it on a regular basis so that everything turns round for them. And it's not a struggle, and they are getting bigger amounts of money. And getting
1: great results. Like your last five-day challenge, how much money did people make?
2: Yeah, the whole group, Natalie, it was amazing. We had about £20,300. So if anyone says after that that manifesting doesn't work, just look at that figure. Even I was quite, you know, amazed by it. So it was just, wow, it's the power of intuition and it's the power of a group. It just 10Xs everything as well. It does. It's the... That whole better together message, like this is
1: one of the massive things for me, is Mm -hmm. people, and the more you can do collectively, the better things are are going to become. So I know for a fact, if I hadn't joined your group, and although I wasn't that vocal in it, I wouldn't have had the results that I had. because I wouldn't have had the power of the
2: people that were in that group exactly it's it's just like the energy rubs off doesn't it and when um, one person and another is manifesting it just seems to have that sort of big snowball effect it's really magical you know and then once it starts going you can't stop it and that is the amazing part that's the part that makes you gasp and think wow this is something really special it's powerful and it works and
1: If you, if you really believe in it yeah. and you put your whole focus into it, it's going yes. to make a massive difference. So what mm-hmm. made you transition from what you were doing before to doing this now and having the confidence to help those women to make these changes and to, to let them be who they are and manifest this money?
2: Yeah, I think it was my own journey because um, right from when I was a kid, there were there were two things I loved to do. One of them was performing, and the other one was teaching. And um, I was really lucky to find what I do because that gives me a way of combining both of them. And it it didn't really sort of sink in until a couple of years ago that I'd be working with women. But I just got these feelings more and more, and then I sort of got led to thinking which is true, which is what I feel right now, that my mission here is to help these women and, you know, see loads of them expand and see loads of them standing up on big stages or making massive impacts in their community. Just this big, big sort of surge of positive female energy. I think, you know, that's my mission. That's what I was put on this earth to do. It took me a long time to find out, but I found it now because I feel 100% right within myself. And I know that that's right. And it's like a real pleasure to be doing it as well. I feel really honoured to have that mission. That was
1: going to be one of my questions, actually. Like, How many people have that pure desire, that passion that they know that they're doing the right thing? What helps you, obviously, seeing results from people and enjoying it, what helps you to go, I'm going to do this, I'm going to make sure that this happens no matter what, no matter how I feel? Because obviously we all have down days. Like, there are there some times where you think, oh, fuck this, I can't be asked. Yeah. So what's the thing that pushes you to go, I need to do this?
2: Yeah, it's a sense of um, knowing that, you know, tomorrow isn't promised, we only have now. And I think sometimes when I feel like I don't want to do something, then I sit and think, OK, there could be a woman out there who could need that impact today. If I don't go and do my job, if I don't show up for that life, somebody's life could have missed that impact. And that could be the time that it's when it's really, really needed. So knowing that, that pushes me forward and that makes me do things, you know, even when I'm not 100% feeling like it, the bigger picture. The bigger picture is
1: massive, I think. And like the first lockdown for me, I was stuck in York by myself. And I knew that I had to show up for my clients. And if it Mm. wasn't for having to show up for them, I could have entered some severe depression and not done what needed to be done. So because I had to show up for them, that helped me show up for me.
2: Yeah, definitely. And, um, yeah, it's it's that, like you say, it's that bigger picture, isn't it? Making that big impact on them, which they would have needed that day because, yeah, it's all too easy to just, like... Put the cover back over your head and say, Oh, sob this, I'm not doing it. And that could last for days, couldn't it? People can easily get into a slump. But the bigger picture is that little spark, is that little finger poking you and making you say, Yeah, come on, you've got this. And those people need you right now. And having that extra
1: bit of accountability from someone going, Oi, yeah, you definitely. Because otherwise, like you're right, you could just spend days and days and days in bed, but that's yeah. not gonna help you achieve what you what you really want, what you want your life to look like. And no. I think if you can put that out to the world and really understand your purpose and how you can really help people, the fact that you found that, you found that passion will be so inspiring to so many people which is why I wanted to 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 bring you on to this podcast and and show people like what's capable when you put your mind to it
2: yeah definitely because um I think a lot of people when we're all little children we have these big dreams don't we And at that time, we don't doubt that we're going to do it. You know, we're going to be an an astronaut or whatever it is, and there's nothing going to stop us. And then as time goes on, we listen to, well, in some cases, people like mum and dad. We listen to our teachers, listen to everything that's going on around. Oh, you can't do that. Our families don't do that. And, you know, that intuition gets lost right there and then. When If we know we can get to developing it, and this is good for all the parents out there who are listening, if you let your child develop their intuition as far as they possibly can in the situation that you're in, you'll be doing them a massive favour for when they're they're older. So what advice would you give
1: to people that are feeling stuck and they don't see a way out because... They've been institutionalised. Like, we go to school, we go to uni, you get a job, that's it. That is, that is the chosen path for, for most yeah. people. And mm-hmm. over the past year, things have changed so drastically and people have had to adapt and pivot. And I hate those words. Unprecedented yeah. is my least favourite word of, of the mm. past year. But what advice would you give to those people that want to make a change but are too
2: fearful to? Right. Well, the first thing I'd say to them, Natalie, the first thing that they need to do is to let their little voice speak. People are so consumed with fear that they're keeping all this going on in their head and that that little voice is getting drowned. It's getting lost. So what I'd say to them, first of all, spend 10 minutes a day doing something calming to start yourself off because then when your mind is quiet you'll hear those little messages you'll hear those little voices you'll hear those light bulb moments and then you can start acting on them and when you do one that's when the snowball effect starts to build so you'll get used to doing those 10 minutes with um, an empty mind in the day and then As you hear that little light bulb moment, start writing those things down, start acting on them as soon as you can. And when you start doing that, that gets the whole ball rolling. And it doesn't matter what it is. Write down what you love to do. Write down what you were passionate about as a kid and, you know, just get the pen. Don't stop the pen moving. Just let everything come out and really feel that emotion and then go back and look and see what you can act on and get everything out of your head I've been doing a lot of that recently I've literally
1: run out of paper I'm surprised that I still have ink in my pen to be honest
2: yeah journaling it's brilliant yeah this must be about my sixth book this is I'm on my sixth book They, they just go and go I just keep writing in them every single day
1: And just to get it out, like your emotion, like what are you feeling? What do you really want from life? And are you living it? And if you're not
2: living it, what can you do to change that? Yeah, exactly. And do you find that when you're writing everything down, you feel like um, the emotion is coming out of you? Do you feel like there's a weight off your shoulders? It helps you get that weight off your shoulders when everything goes onto the paper and out of your body. Definitely. So I started doing that in the morning so
1: that I could help to start my day, right? Yeah, I do and mine in the morning too. Yeah, because then you haven't got all of these thoughts in your head that are all consuming and that take up so much of your time. But if you can get it out, you can focus on the right things. And exactly. a bit like a bit like, um, your challenge, the manifesting in your, your, your eight-week program, Putting that together, helping people to really focus, to get what they really want. Yeah. That's going to be like a massive catalyst for change for people.
2: Yeah, I can't wait for this eight week programme, Natalie. It's going to be amazing. I mean, think about going back to that five day challenge manifesting like £20,000 I can easily see the people on here, the right people, when they come on and they all gel together, I can see them easily manifesting 100K between them by the end of those eight weeks. And it's going to be so amazing because what we're going to do, we're going to dig right down deep into those limiting beliefs and then we're going to get to the heart of them straight away so that all that crap that's in their mind and that's kept them from playing big... We just let it go and then we just open everything up so that it comes in faster and easier. It's going to be such an exciting journey. I can't wait. I'm really, really excited for you and the people doing that as well. And I think
1: what you said there about limiting beliefs. Yeah. That's so important and that's something that I've helped people with as well because a belief is not a fact. No. It is something that you have chosen to believe because of things that have happened through childhood. So if you can believe that, you can change that belief. Exactly. and And you can accept success. And I think a lot of the reason that people don't succeed is because they're scared of failure. Yes. When actually... The success
2: is
1: going to give them a better life than not doing things because they're scared.
2: Yeah, true. And, you know, the fact that they're going and trying something anyway, even if it doesn't work out, they've got further than they would have done otherwise. Plus, they'll have a load of learnings to take with them onto the next part of the journey so that they just go on. to. Tw- it's like that um, Kentucky, what's he called, Colonel Sanders He went to um, 1,009 restaurants and they all said no. And the 1,010th one said yes. So talk about believing. You have have to be persistent. Exactly. You don't give up till you get where you want to go. You might tweak the methods, but you never tweak the end goal.
1: And a lot of that is about being confident in what you want having the confidence to go out and
2: accept a no and be resilient enough to accept a no. Exactly. And in the beginning, sometimes you're the only one flying your flag. Sometimes you're the only person who believes in what you're doing. But that's the crucial time. That's the time that you have to have that strength. And you have to say, hey, here I am. And that little voice might be small at the beginning, when you keep going it'll get louder and louder and more people will join in but in those early days you have to stick your flag in the sand and be brave and say hey this is me and this is what I do and here's how I can help absolutely because if you don't market yourself who's going to exactly
1: and it's a bit like all of those people that you've brought together they want something similar Yeah. You're helping them and showing them the way because they
2: don't know a different way. No, they don't. And a lot of them have these same belief. A lot of them have the belief of I'm not worthy of money. That's what's in the bottom of most of them. They think I'm not worthy of money. I don't deserve money. So all the way through their career or their life, they've been sabotaging themselves. So like, you know, for example, one of them, they could, oh, they've got a big client coming. And just before the client's supposed to have the appointment, his car breaks down or the internet goes off. Something happens to make it not happen. And that's their subconscious sabotaging it. So once they realize that and they can clear those beliefs, see, the money's there for you all. You just have to know how to access it with your feelings and subconscious absolutely and and learn to accept it and and go
1: i do deserve this yeah definitely that's a massive thing for so many people they don't believe that they're worthy because of the way that they've been brought up because of society so what can we
2: do what can we do to change people's thought process around that um, I think going back to the journaling again the journaling's a big one so it's like to start off okay when did I choose that belief because even if it was a subconscious belief they've chosen it and most of them don't realize that and when you say to them oh well when did you choose that belief They're like, eh, what I said yeah well even if it was subconscious you decided to choose it because all your actions are um, in alignment with that. So when was the first time you felt that you weren't worthy? And I make them go right back to the beginning. So then we look at that particular situation and find out, okay, well, what what did this situation happen for? What were you meant to learn? It was nothing to do with them. You not being worthy. It could have been your mother's opinion, or it could have been um, a teacher's opinion, or it could have been something that you felt. It could even be something as stupid as, um, for example, um, if if your mum said to you, oh, don't eat the biscuits, and then the mum came back and shouted at you, what are you doing eating those biscuits? And I know it would sound dead stupid, but to a child, you think, right, the biscuits are more important than me. I'm not worthy. And it sounds crazy, but that's how things get into kids' minds. And something like that, which they wouldn't have even thought of, is sabotaging them all the way through life. So it's going right back to the beginning and digging through it. And working out where it came from, why it happened, and then
1: changing it. Because in the same way that a limiting belief is
2: not a fact, An opinion is also not a fact. Exactly. It's not. Somebody else's opinion. I remember one time um, I was 12 years old and I was in the art class at school and in front of 30 other girls, the art teacher stood up and said, Helen Adams is rubbish at drawing. And I felt that small. And the stupid part of it, I mean, at that time... I was much quieter than I, you know, I I was like toe the line, do as you're told. So I didn't speak up, but I felt that small. And I think a lot of my sabotaging, that was part of it. It came from that teacher's opinion.
1: And then and then them saying that to you. And actually, as a teacher, that is not okay. No. Definitely not. You know what, though? If that was me, I'd have told them to fuck right off.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not surprised. I should have done that. You know, I wish I was like that in those days. But I suppose all that learning has made me like it now, even though it's taken me a longer time. And that's, that's absolutely fine
1: because I think you have to have those moments and those moments of clarity to help yeah. you understand who you really are. Yeah, exactly. How, how, how long? How long would you say that you've been in this this cycle of knowing that you are worthy?
2: Oh gosh, that would have come right back from. Where, sorry, but worthy or unworthy? Worthy, like going, going, changing from I'm not worthy to I am worthy. Do you know what? This is going to sound really mad. It's only been really that I've been able to clear that belief in the last couple of weeks. What changed that for you? This healing session that I had, she took me right down because what you do is um, we connect with each other's energies and then she has a pendulum and she asks these questions and the thing came out as... I am not worthy. And the pendulum was like swinging really mad for yes. And I thought, gosh, that's still inside me. I thought I'd get rid of it, but obviously I hadn't. So.
1: And now you have. Yeah. Which means you can help more people
2: to feel worthy. Exactly. And, you know, coming from my own experience, it makes it that much more authentic. I can say to people, look, this is me. I went through this. I can show you that you can get out of it too. Absolutely, definitely. Um,
1: So what is it that you do that makes you happiest? Because I'm a big believer in teaching health, wealth and happiness. And I think that happiness is massively important.
2: Yeah. So um, obviously what I do in my work makes me happy. But outside of work, I love music, I love playing different instruments, I teach some little girls the piano on a Sunday, that's another thing I do, and I get a lot of pleasure out of that, and um, learning languages as well, I love learning languages, I'm learning Portuguese at the minute, and I'm absolutely loving it, found some rooms in Clubhouse as well, so I'm not mumbling as much as I used to. (laughs)
1: That's absolutely brilliant, I'm I learned more Spanish in Cuba in a week than I did in four years in New Yorker.
2: Wow, that's amazing! And I bet their Spanish is a lot more flowing and.
1: It's very, it is very different. It is very, very different, and the people there were a lot more friendly and open to helping. Whereas yeah. a lot of the people in New Yorker, they want to improve their English.
2: Ah, okay.
1: So whilst I'll be in a restaurant and I would order in Spanish, the waiter would respond in English. And I'm like, hold on a minute.
2: Yeah, you're trying to speak Spanish. He should help you. Yeah. But he didn't.
1: No. So I'm I'm with you there on on learning languages. I'm back on um, Duolingo. Oh, brilliant. Learning Spanish again. Yeah. Even, even though in Barbados they all speak English.
2: <laughs> yeah. So. Then, then I'm. Do thinking, they speak Spanish too there, or is it just? It's just. It's
1: just English. So oh, I'm. Yeah. Then, I'm then thinking. Well, where do I go next? Maybe I'll go to Cuba again and, and. Yeah. Cuba sounds amazing, though. It is. It is an incredible place. So speaking of Cuba. Yeah. I'm, All of this lockdown nonsense is over. Where do you think the first place will be that you'll travel to?
2: Oh, Brazil, definitely. And then I can practice my Portuguese and lie on a nice beach and drink caipirinha all day. Nice.
1: Yeah. Or you could
2: come And listen to samba music. Or you could come to Barbados for my retreat in September. Yeah, brilliant. Well what I could do, because it's not far away, is it? I could stop at yours and then I could fly on to Brazil. How would that be? Plan. Sorted. Sorted. Job done. Sorted. And
1: I've also had a verbal agreement from Gerald Ratner to come and um be there.
2: Well, that is and
1: awesome. And I have a call, so I'm, um, the villa is one of our few bests, Um, it's on like two acres of land, and because it's a a government-approved facility, I asked him, if he's in the country, would he mind coming over for an hour or two? Oh,
2: wow, that's
1: awesome. I've got, I've got some good people coming to the retreat. (laughs)
2: Ah, I will have to be there then in that case. Definitely.
1: I'm so excited about it. It was supposed to be May, but with all of these travel restrictions, like, it's it's just not going to happen. So we're going for September. Um, What would be your top tips for people
2: being confident in themselves? People being confident in themselves. Okay, first thing then would be to write down a list of their achievements. Because when they read that, if they're feeling that the confidence growing a bit and they read that, they'll be able to think, yeah, I am confident. I can do this, definitely. Second thing I would recommend, going back again, and I'll keep going on about it, but journaling. Anything that's like blocking them or making them think they can't do it, go through the process. Where's the belief come from? Get rid of it. Straight away, you're confident. And then the third thing would be if they've got another thing, which is really good and it's really powerful. If they've got a belief that's stopping them, a really good thing is to write it on a piece of paper and then go out in the garden and burn it. There's something really therapeutic about seeing that piece of paper burn and letting it go. And, yeah, exactly. So, those are really strong, effective tips i am going to do
1: that with something today cuz i had to let go of something today that was not serving me
2: wow so have you do, have you done that burning or are
1: you going to do it um, i'm i'm once we're office i am literally going to write it down and go and burn the piece of paper like mm-hmm. i get my clients to write a list of 50 achievements things they're great at so really perfect thing to say journaling as well because it gets stuff out of your head
2: yeah and
1: yeah Uh, definitely definitely burning that mm
2: -hmm.
1: letting like really letting it go because you can you can have this and you can decide to let it go but
2: until you physically see it go yeah it's still there you have to watch it fly away you really really do so what's next for you? Next for me is this eight-week intuitive income programme. And I've still got places for some lovely ladies who want to turn around their financial situation in these eight weeks. Who want to step up and say, right, I'm sick of not having the money that I want. I deserve this money. I'm going to invest in myself. And I'm going to come on this program, and I'm going to turn my financial situation round. It's going to be really, really exciting, and there's so many transformations that are going to happen. I just can't wait until it starts. And it's going to the first session is going to be next Thursday at 7 p.m. English time. So you've got until then to book, but please do book soon because it's starting to um, fill up now. Where can people follow you, find you, and find more information about your eight-week programme? It's all in my link, you know, link tree. You know that link tree thing I gave you? Yeah. The, top, the top link on there is join eight-week intuitive income programme, and the link will take you straight there. Awesome. So I'm going to put that in the show notes, but I'm also going
1: to put that in the Facebook Live uh, comments brilliant so people can come and find it i could probably talk to
2: you all day long yeah it's been amazing and
1: i really do think that people need to come and join your eight week program because it will be life-changing
2: thank you and yeah it definitely will people will have such breakthroughs that they don't they're not even aware of now Well, if
1: you think think over 20 grand in
2: five days, what are people going to do in eight weeks? Exactly. I'm thinking that those people who come on that course, they will easily manifest over 100K between them, without a doubt. I I do not doubt that for a second.
1: Mm. It's definitely, definitely going to happen. Yeah. Just looking... Did I write any other things down? Are
2: you happy? Am I happy? Yes, I freaking am. That's <laughs> what I like to hear.
1: Um, last question.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What is your favourite beverage?
2: My favourite, oh gosh, Prosecco. Not champagne, prosecco. Okay. Ah, good point. No, probably champ. If I had a choice, yeah, probably a nice champagne. Prosecco would be a second choice. Do you have a favorite champagne? Oh, um, good question. It was a long time ago since I had champagne.
1: Me too. It's so expensive in Barbados.
2: Oh, is it? More expensive than over here.
1: It is absolutely ridiculously expensive. The only
2: thing here that's cheap is rum. Ah, nightmare. Oh, so we'll have to look at other things. Yours is probably rum. Do you like your rum? I do. Um, I, fe- I fell in love with rum in, I
1: think it was 2008, I came here. So Mount Gay, um, but the EXO. Yeah. Um, and it, it's because it's made here. Like that's why it's so cheap.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, when I get down to Brazil, though, I'll be on the Cachaça as well. Brilliant.
1: So if you could leave people with
2: one more top tip, what would it be? Follow your soul. Do what's inside. Listen to what this is saying because it'll never take you the wrong way. I believe that too.
1: It's like trusting your gut.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Very, very rarely wrong.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Use your gut more. Feel into everything and you'll get there much quicker.
1: Trust yourself because if you don't trust yourself, no one else will. Exactly. So, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and coming on this podcast. And I am gonna, I think I'm gonna end the live. Um, We are going to continue talking.
2: (laughs) Brilliant. That was amazing. I really enjoyed
1: that. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I do too. And this is the second second, or third podcast I've done today. I've got, oh, wow. another, got another one tomorrow, uh, two next week. I'm just literally utilising the time um, where there's no building work next door.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: That was a real pain in the backside. Madness. Absolute madness. Like the whole apartment was vibrating.
2: Oh god, yeah! I remember when we were doing the master. I could hear it going in the background. It was like, how does she put up with that? Um, I struggled.
1: Yeah, big time, big time. So, one blessing from lockdown being extended to the end of the month is no noise from that. However, no gym, can't go anywhere, no deliveries, nothing. Oh no. So it's worse than the UK in terms of lockdown because they are so strict and they're getting even stricter on the weekend. Like the the supermarkets aren't even open at the weekend. (gasps) That's bad. That's really bad. Um, They've arrested a homeless guy for taking 27 coconuts, which was probably worth about 10 pounds. So I think, oh. that, I think the landowner's got a lot to, to answer for there. I think yeah. this, this, this isn't inhumane enough. So obviously the guy was either hungry or wanting to make some money to eat. Yeah. Um, and then they're saying about enforcement, I left Mallorca because of the stupid wear a mask everywhere outside. Yeah. And now, and now they've implemented that here.
2: Oh, no. So and it's I'm,
1: like it's followed you. And I'm I, I won't do it. I, I, no. I, there's no such thing as an exemption. Like I, I can't wear one anyway. But you just you just get in trouble. Like it's ridiculous. It's almost like they're they're trying to make an example of people. Yeah. And then that's now, now you're yeah. just fawning over um the vaccines. <sighs> that's... So, I know know it's absolutely crazy But I am really excited about the retreat And who's coming Oh yeah And selling that and getting that going Especially with like Alfie coming Yeah, wow What he doesn't know is Second to none And Bradley will probably Come as well, Bradley Chapman Who's Alfie's right hand man Oh wow, cool So I know know some cool people.
2: (laughs) You've got really good connections. That's the thing, isn't it? When you start moving, you know, like for someone like me and then coming on that court, that mastermind is the beginning of everything because you get talking to the right people, you get talking to the people that you need to be with instead of the butcher, the baker and the candlestick maker. Your network
1: is everything and
2: provided yeah. that provided that you maintain
1: a relationship and you talk to people, anything yeah. can happen.
2: This is true, definitely. And that's something like I'm I'm starting to see it now more and more. So that's great. And sometimes you've just got to put yourself in front of people. It's a bit like today I messaged Alfie
1: and said, um, we've had to change the date. If you're around, can you pop in for an hour? And he was like, yeah, of course, talk to Bradley. Um, oh, wow. About, it was a couple of months ago, he called me just to check I was okay. Oh, that's brilliant. And, I, and I'm thinking, I'm just this little little girl from south-east London. I'm a Little Millwall fan. And yeah. someone like that is calling me. Yeah. And I'm so appreciative of it and so grateful. And obviously, I, yeah. I, do, I, do a lot, I do a lot of promotion for him. So, you know, there's, there's stuff stuff in there for him as well.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I also had a chat with Rob today, uh, Rob Moore. And I've, not mm-hmm. spoken, I've not spoken to him for a while. And he said, thank you for reaching out. Um, I'm glad to help and actually you have helped me too oh wow so Brilliant. it's it's just the little things like that that
2: I, I i still pinch myself yeah but you've done that and you manifested it too
1: it works it sure does absolutely works so i'm going mm-hmm. to i'm going to stop record, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Confidence Mastery Unlock Your Life I hope you have enjoyed it all of Helen's links are going to be in the show notes, you definitely need to come and join her 8 week programme, I'm going to make sure this goes out um, Monday so that they still have time to come in yep Um, but thank you very much for listening and I shall see you on the next one
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with people you think it will help and stay tuned and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and YouTube by searching for Natalie Arabella Bailey and join the better together for confidence and mindset Facebook community to improve your confidence, network and life.